Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Welcome back to another episode of Audio Shelf. Mm, I'm so excited for these types of episodes. We are doing a spotlight today on one of our favorite narrators who has been so amazing. So amazing. Such an inspiration. She is a friend and I literally cannot say enough good things about her. Yeah. She has brought so much joy into our lives Mm -hmm. from the start of Audio Shelf. Yeah. Just because we gave her credit for being a a phenomenal narrator. Which she deserves completely. So we haven't even shared who we're talking about yet. Oh, who are we talking about? Lauren Ezzo. Lauren Ezzo! We love her. We love her so much. Obviously, we've already gone over. (laughs) She is a professional loudmouth. Yes. Which is what her her website says. Mm -hmm. She has a phenomenal website. Beautiful website. Also, I really love that she has this painting of Gilda Radner. I mean, who has a painting of Gilda Radner? I'm obsessed with her. Lauren Ezzo. I also love at the bottom, she says, have a question? Want to chat about a project? Fire away. I like you already. I Ugh. like her already. She is amazing. I also love how she has a headshot that's in between two 18-wheelers, it looks like, I think. Oh, my God. I um, love it. That's That's just beautiful. So let's talk about why we even want to go over Lauren Ezzo. Okay. So, first of all, when we first heard Lauren's narration, I honestly can't even remember what our first book of Lauren's was. Was, was that Butterfly Garden? No, 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 no. It was... Correct me, honey boo The um, book, the, the ghost book. I can't think of the, the name. The Last to See Me? The Last to See Me. Really? That was the first book that we did of Lauren Ezzo. Really? Or was it Butterfly? No. Are it you kidding have. me? May have. It may have been. No. Or no. was it This Is Where It Ends? Was it? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Literally have no idea. We have listened to so many Lauren books. Yeah. We're just huge, huge fans of hers. She has such a great, mature sounding voice. Yes. And it, it just resonates in your ears. Like, it just sticks with you. No matter what kind of character or accent or gender she is portraying mm-hmm. she does it with class and sass yes 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 so she has been nominated for audio awards duh because she's amazing yeah like and seriously if she wasn't i don't know what's and she was nominated done. for nevertheless we persisted which was done by like 26 or it was like 32 authors performed by 26 narrators mm. and so I, I remember that when that book came out i was just like this book is gonna be big and yeah. so she was nominated for that as well as her other 26 narrator friends with yeah. that book i'm so, honestly surprised that the last see me was not nominated for anything because she did such a great job with her accent I wanted it to be nominated for something. Like, I needed it to be nominated. That is one of my favorite books. The story is just so haunting. And it's partly because Lauren does such a great job with her narration through it. Exactly. And one thing I also love about her narration is that she can be young. She can mm-hmm. be mature. She can have this she has this wise tone to her yeah just it's so alluring yeah and you just want to listen to it and and go along with her mm-hmm. on the story that she's telling yeah she could easily be a great kidnapper yes yes like, just 
whisper to kids through your van. Yeah. They'll if, come with you. If she had candy, I would come. Oh, I would be there in a heartbeat. Three Musketeers? Yes, please. Oh, yes. Oh, Milky Way. Oh, Milky Way. Lauren can be my Milky Way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're the creepy ones. We might be. Uh, whatever. Yeah, who cares? So one, another fun, favorite book of mine that Lauren narrated was The Hundredth Queen. Oh, yes. Was that actually your first No, it was not because okay. I listened to it with Eddie and I was like, this is my friend, Lauren. <laughs> We're going to listen to this book. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, she's really good. And I said, I know. Yeah. So I really loved listening. And then, or, oh, remember the, the monkey book that she did? Yes. It was Orphans? Yes. Oh, my God. She actually sounded like a gorilla. Like we need to we need to listen to that one. Yes, yes, yes. She just takes phenomenal care in whatever she's narrating, whether it's a small book or a book from a huge publisher. She just puts so much oomph into it mm-hmm. that you can really hear how much she cares about her work. I agree, and that's something that like with narrators now i feel like we're getting to the point where we're getting to choose the books that we listen to and we're getting to hear the narrators that actually care for it but audiobook narration is such a great field because you feel like a lot of the people that are in it care so much about what they're doing exactly so here's some insight into how amazing lauren is Mm -hmm. she at the last year or not last year's audio awards but two years ago when she went she gathered narrators around just so that they can say, oh, hi, hi, audio shelf on camera, or we love you, audio shelf. And she sent them to us. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of person does that? Who doesn't have, you know, just a stake in the company or, you know, something. Exactly. She has no stake. She just wants to be friendly and she just yeah. wants to be loving and she gives back. Yes. And that's the kind of person that I want to have relationships with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just ugh, the complete she, opposite of us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she makes me want to be a better person. And those are the kind of friends that you want. <laughs> <laughs> you just sound like Moira from Schitt's Creek. And those are the kind of friends you want. Alexis. <laughs> Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Moira. Oh, oh my goodness. But yes, yeah, so Lauren Ezzo is just a gem. Yeah. And I think that we... We always are talking about her because we're always listening to her her books or referencing something because we have listened to a lot of her books. Yes. And so it always gets brought back to Lauren Ezzo and with good reason. We feel like she is an, a narrator that if you haven't heard of or you haven't experienced yet, you need to. Even if you're not a big fan of audiobooks, I would say pick up one that she has done, listen and read along with the hard copy of the book and just experience lauren's voice yes because it is a true experience it is it is yeah and it gives me chills butterfly garden butterfly garden had me creeped the frick out she was the thing that made that book okay the story was amazing the story was excellent but she shared the spotlight with another narrator that Mm -hmm. we weren't too keen on I would say Mm -hmm. it was mostly, but it was 90% Lauren's narration. And then there was a a tiny small percentage of a second voice that would come in every now and again. And it was a male voice, but Lauren's 
narration is what kept me invested. And I remember when we were talking about it, every now and again, I would think of the two narrators in that book. Mm -hmm. And I would just be like, Lauren was just so much stronger. And it it lent to the success of the book. Yes. I feel. Another book that I think that she did so, so good on was Fum. Yes. That book, it was just so depressing yeah and sad and dark and deep at the same time and and the only way i got through the book was because of lauren's voice Mm -hmm. there was this angelic but just innocent voice that she or like tone that she had to her character Mm -hmm. of such a dark depressing character yeah if that makes any sense whatsoever kinda kinda but she just made me just feel so many emotions for this giant in this book that I was just like, wow, I didn't know I could feel things for this tall girl. <laughs> I want that on the bumper sticker. I didn't know I could feel things for this tall girl. <laughs> I just hit my chin on the microphone. Oh. That was one that when we got... Um, a couple different books from Lauren. We got Bone Music yes. and also um, Fum. Fum. Mm-hmm. And you listened to Fum and I listened to Bone Music. Yeah. And I remember you talking about Fum and how like great it was. And I would say the same for Bone Music. Yes. It's, I mean, really the only way that Lauren could possibly not thrill us with her narration is if the book was like C-Spot Run. And even then, I don't even know. I think she'd be like, she would spot he ran. Yeah. Like it would, it would never, <laughs> it would never be anything with her narration that we find fault in. It yes. would always be like the, the author just wrote like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. She would be like, a, B, C, D. She would have me I, enthralled. I also love her <laughs> Facebook post about the... She needs to start doing this again. Lauren, I encourage you to start doing this again. But she used to do poetry corners with Lauren. Yes. I loved them. I loved just watching her read poetry. Yeah. Yeah. I think she definitely needs to start that up again. Because poetry is an art that not many people respect. And you love poetry. I do love poetry. And I, I know that you loved watching her read it. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a good series, and I think that she definitely needs to pick it up again because yes. it's important. I think it was called Lauren's Corner. I think it was. I, we I, talked with her about it when we interviewed her. Yes, yes. Which, she, yes, we have interviewed her, and you can learn more about that interview if you just search through our archives. Mm-hmm. And she also is a huge support for us. Yes. Not only does she get us advanced copies of audiobooks, which is unheard of mm-hmm. in our little audiobook niche. Yeah. It's so hard to get an advanced copy for an audiobook. I don't yeah. even know how people do it. I don't know. But Lauren Ezzo helps us and she always connects with Kendall and she's like, hey, Kendall girl, send my audio shelf team this book, please. Yeah. And Kendall sends it to us right away and we love her for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We really appreciate that. We she's... recently, Ugh. we really, we recently just got Before the Broken Star, which oh. we both loved. Oh, my God. That's coming out soon. Ugh. We got that audiobook like two months in advance. Yeah. Thanks to Lauren. And it's we love reading the physical copies. That's been such a fun, different ride for us mm-hmm. with our book tube. 
but there's something that always pulls us back in when it's an audiobook. Yeah. I feel like it it makes us it makes us have the ability to even physically read because we're not skimmers. We like to take our time with books. Since we've been doing BookTube, we've had to adapt to being skimmers. Mm-hmm. But whenever we get an audiobook, especially one from Lauren, it just makes the experience that much better. Yep, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And we have reviewed Before the Broken Star, and you can find it by searching through our archives. Yes. And also Lauren texts us. She does. She is so sweet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was going through a, a personal deep, sorry, sad time. And Lauren reached out and said, is there anything I can do for Audio Shelf? And she actually reached out to Brittany and kind of come up, came up with some ideas that she could help us with while I was going through my personal time. Mm-hmm. So, again, Lauren has a heart of gold mm-hmm. and people need to just listen to everything she's ever spoke mm-hmm. <laughs> and also just follow her her Please. twitter and social medias are like hilarious oh my god her twitter handle is single with fries <laughs> genius if she ever changed it i would be mad i would protest her changing yes ever yes exactly oh she's a, she's a, such a, a miracle yeah she's so much fun and i i wish that we like lived closer to her i know she's in the midwest yeah. so we're so, in the east are we in the east we're in the where no, are we're we in the east coast we're in the east coast maryland i don't know my maps no you don't mm. but oh we're gonna have a friend that's in the midwest soon we are yeah oh natalie natalie she's moving to indiana yeah which is illinois in the midwest is that where Lauren is? I think she's in Chicago. <laughs> Bitch, I'm from Chicago. Bitch, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, look it up. Yes, you can find <laughs> it by searching RuPaul's Drag Race archives. Or Bitch, I'm from Chicago yeah. on Google. Yes. If you find the Silky Ganache version, you did it wrong. Ooh, she says Bitch, I'm from Chicago? Oh, no, Silky. Yeah. So she was born and raised in Michigan. Oh, Michigan. That's Detroit, maybe. I'm getting Detroit and Chicago mixed up. You really are. I don't know where she's personally based. Now. I feel like she's personally based in my heart. Oh, oh, oh. oh Lauren. She is a millennial voice with timeless talent. That damn, that's good. Uh, how do other people come up with things? Jeez. You know how long it took us to come up with audio shelf? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we're still not sure about it. Oh, girl. Um. Yes, Midwest. Midwest is big. Midwest is a big bitch. <laughs> I don't even know if we would ever be able to find her, even with Natalie living in the Midwest. <laughs> uh, in Indiana. Oh man! But we would try. We should road trip out there. Sometime. We should. We should. Yeah. See all the mountains and the plains. Is it mostly plains? I've never been to the Midwest, I'm realizing. Is that where Oregon Trail took place? Oregon Trail took place from Liberty, Arkansas or something. Okay. I think. To Oregon. To Oregon. Okay. I say Oregon. Like Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. You do not say Oregon. Oregon. You do not. You can say it now, <laughs> but when you're in conversation. How did I say it just a second ago? That's Oregon. How I, Oregon. You said it correctly. I guess there's no right way to say words. Whatever whatever way I said it first, before I even open my mouth, or after I open my mouth, that's how I said it. <laughs> Think? Uh, okay, let's see. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I am getting the Oregon Trail. Ooh. Independence, Missouri. Independence Day. I knew, it, I knew it was something. Arkansas is like all the way over there. Uh, but anyway, it goes across all these states and does a thing. So mm. anyway, Lauren, we love you. We love you so much. Much like we love the Oregon Trail. Yes, we did. As Brad will say. Girl, I got dysteria. <laughs> is that what it's called? Dysentery. Oh, crap. Oh, my God. We have a, we have a house guest. Oh, yes. That's Benny barking. <laughs> That's Benny saying he loves Lauren. So we just want to say a huge thank you. And we love you to Lauren Ezzo. She's amazing. Go pick up her books. She's phenomenal. I We have digressed into dysentery. It's <laughs> it's taken on a new life. It really has. Make it sure, really has. Make sure you follow her at Single with Fries on Twitter. Yes. And just know that we adore her. You can also pick up two free audiobooks. You can pick up two free audiobooks from our website at audioshelf.me and make them Lauren Ezzo books. Mm -hmm. Yes, most definitely. And if you want to stay up to date with us, follow along with us and stay up to date with all that we're releasing. You can check us out on our various social medias and also across all the platforms of podcasting that you can find. Our Twitter is at audioshelfme. Our Facebook is at audioshelf. Our Instagram is at audioshelf underscore podcast. And our book tube is you just search in the search bar for audioshelf and we will pop right up. One word, audioshelf. Yeah. So. Until next time. Bye. bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new podcast episodes every Monday and Thursday and YouTube reviews every Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. <laughs> like when Benny barks, like I'm totally fine. I'm just like. Okay, he's a dog barking. Me too. But when Pony when, when barks, my, it's I'm my, just like, when it's our child, bitch, you better shut your mouth. <laughs> it's like I taught you. Better. Don't you run from me? <laughs> <laughs> I raised you better than this.